This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you to All the Right Marketing Podcast, where we interview so many different people in the book industry, including published authors, aspiring writers, booksellers, librarians, and basically anyone in the book industry that wants to talk about the important thing that we're all working towards is getting readers to pick up our books, to pick up a book, and to get that experience in reading and in literacy. Today's guest is Charlotte Offsay, and she has a really cool experience she's going to share with us. She was born in England, grew up in Boston, and currently lives in Los Angeles with her husband and two children. Through her work, Charlotte hopes to make children laugh, to inspire curiosity, and to create a magical world of read her readers can lose themselves in time and time again. She's the author of a lot of books. I'm not going to read them all because we're going to be talking about them. Um, and she also runs the Instagram page, Picture Book Recommendations, which was something I definitely wanted to talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I love the podcast and it's a treat to be here. Oh, yay. And I should mention that you're represented by Nicole. Is it Geiger? Yes. Of the oh, circle. Okay. Wonderful. Because that's always good to mention. So how long were you in England? I was in England until I was nine and a half. Um, and then we moved to the States and we used to go back every every summer. And I still have all my extended family there. My immediate family um, is in the Boston area. But Wonderful. You know, one of the things I'm starting to learn right now, because we started distributing in the UK, our books, um, I'm learning that the book market is actually different over there than it is here. So I have a call next week with a publisher over there just to kind of get me updated on what are those differences. And so did you do you remember reading books when you were growing up there? I do. And I think, um, you know, England and America are very similar in so many ways, but there are a lot of cultural differences. And I do see it when I go back. I, I go back frequently to visit family. Um, and I notice it in the types of books that are, are published over there and, and what it's being read. But Wonderful. Yeah. So tell us about your journey. When did you say, I want to write a book? <laughs> um, so I always have loved reading and writing from a very young age. Um, but I actually used to work in finance, um, and this was a complete career shift for me. After my children were born, I decided to stay home, um, and I began writing in 2017 um, when my children were quite small. Wonderful, and um, we're just going to pause there because my dog is like, something is wrong. So just hold on. <laughs> Absolutely, go ahead. I'm going to Days when a rock, an author could be kind of reclusive and just sit in his or her office, that's that's gone. It's you really gone. have to, it's gone. You really have to learn how to self-promote, get yourself out there, speak on podcasts and interviews and that sort of thing. So yes, through through the speaking circuit, I've met quite a number of um, local picture book authors and even uh, internationally too. Um, yeah we live in a global community now, thanks to the internet. So um, I've met a ton of authors that way. I think one of the, the best things about the job of being an author is your days look so differently. And I wanna go back to the chocolate. I wanna go back to your reward system because you said you are writing picture books, but you also would love to have a novel come out at some point. Tell us a little bit about your routine and how you structure your days. Sure. 
So I usually write, um, you know, a lot of people have a very uh, structured day when it comes to writing. And I have never been able to accomplish that, unfortunately, simply because I have a day job. I work at Sony Pictures. Um, and so I have to kind of squeeze in writing whenever I can. So what I do is I try to use two hours each day whenever I can squeeze it in, whether it's early in the morning or lunch break or in the evenings to do something related to writing. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm sitting in my seat writing the entire two hours. It means um, reading a book for inspiration or journaling or, you know, doing that sort of thing, something related to the cause of writing. And so that has worked for me. And I, I would say the bulk of my writing these days comes during the weekend, simply because that's when I have a little more time. And, um, you know, the, the truth about writing is that you have to be able to spend a lot of time by yourself um, because you have to focus. And so that's meant a lot of um, social activities have kind of fallen to the wayside and a lot of family obligations, if they're not absolutely necessary, I kind of push off for a little while. And so I think through the years, people have become understanding of the fact that I have this passion that I need to attend to. Um, yeah. And so they've been very respectful of my time. It's funny you say that because my most creative and best ideas come from walking or driving by myself. And yes. at this point in my life, I have three children and two dogs. And so <laughs> finding yeah, that busy. time, finding that time. So when I am in the car by myself, I'm not listening to the radio. I'm usually just driving. And that's when those thoughts come. So being alone yeah. is, a, is a good point. I actually share that when I walk my dog in the morning, that's when I do a lot of my best thinking because at 7.30 a.m., the neighborhood's still pretty quiet. Um, nature is all around. And so the ideas just start flying into my head, which is magical. That's wonderful. I also like that you bring up the point that you have a day job because a lot of writers that we interview have day jobs and they're putting in the writing on top of that. And I think that really takes the pressure off of looking at writing books as a number one business. Like I have to make money off of this. I have. To, I think when you take that pressure away, you're able to come from a place of passion and purpose versus I need to pay the bills. That's a really good point. And you know, it's, it's something that I continually try to uh, balance because you know, the, the business of publishing is truly where art and commerce meet, right? You have to think like a business person too. You have to think about, well, what book is going to sell? What book is marketable? That sort of thing. But at the same time, like you said, not having the pressure of having my writing be my sole, um, you know, bread and butter, that frees me up to be able to write kind of the stories that I do want to write and to um, focus on the passion side of it, not so much the, um, well, I, I have to sell this or else, you know, where's my next paycheck coming from, you know, that sort of pressure. Exactly. And I, I have a number of friends who actually write full time. And when I hear about, um, when I hear about their day-to-day -day struggles about balancing, you know, finances with the art that they're pursuing, it does sound really stressful. I think that until you get to a point where your um, writing income is truly able to replace the corporate income or whatever other income you have coming in, it's really important to think hard about, you know, well, um, can I sustain myself with this craft? Um, 
you know, because it's really, it's really hard on the art when, when you place that much pressure on it to be, you know, that moneymaker. Yeah. And I <laughs> and, think that um, linking your blog posts that you just um, yes. recently wrote, we'll link that in the show notes, because I think that could be a great extension to the start of this conversation, really. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I do have uh, author friends who got that book deal, that first book deal or that second book deal, and they start rubbing their hands like, oh, I can quit my job. But no, please, please think twice before you do that. <laughs> That's wonderful. And tell us your day job, does it correlate to what you're doing in your writing or is it completely opposite skill set? Um, a little bit because I work in the movie industry. So um, it's a storytelling organization that I work for. So that's really inspiring. When I watch the movies that we produce, it's really cool to see, especially when it's a movie based on a book. I love to see book adaptations. So yes, there is a correlation. Um, but in terms of writing and publishing picture books, um, the, the part that really informs my writing job via my day job is the fact that a lot of the marketing, finance, those aspects, it's all the same. And so a lot of the lingo that I learn at work, whether it's things like returns reserve or the operational aspects of book publishing, that all plays into when I read, say, the royalty statements for my picture books. Oh, so that is really, that's a really cool thing because I think, oh, wow, the things that I do for my day job, it's directly impactful for my writing. So that's really neat. That's fantastic. So what is next? Let's see here what's next. What do you have yeah. right now? If you can tell us and you know, if yes. you can tell us, that's okay. Of course I can tell you. So I have a picture book coming out next year in 2023 during the spring. It's called Saurus Seashells. And my publisher this time around will be Candlewick Press. Wonderful. And the story is all about how a girl learns to appreciate her somewhat unusual name, thanks to her grandmother. And then I have another picture book coming out with Random House after that. So um, yeah, so I have projects coming in the pipeline. And like, like I mentioned before, hopefully a novel or two someday. <laughs> we'll see. I'm still cranking away. So we'll see. Fantastic. Well, this has been a wonderful interview, learning a lot from you, and I appreciate your time. So for our listeners, please know we have an interview come out every single Tuesday. So we hope that you will stay tuned to learn more out of the box and box kind of marketing strategies to get your books and your products into the hands of readers. Thank you. so. Much. If this episode resonated with you, let's take it a step further. Head over to cardinalrulepress.com and check out our blog. It is filled with resources for anyone who loves books, whether you are a publisher, a librarian, a bookseller, or an author. We help you to figure out ways to get visibility around those books. Thanks for listening to All the Right Marketing with Maria Desmondi. If there is a topic you would like us to explore and cover, please email podcast at cardinalrulepress.com. Head over to our website, cardinalrulepress.com, to sign up for our monthly newsletter where you can learn more tips on getting books visible into the market. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram for a daily dose of all things books. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks so much.
If this episode resonated with you, let's take it a step further. Head over to cardinalrulepress.com and check out our blog. It is filled with resources for anyone who loves books, whether you are a publisher, a librarian, a bookseller, or an author. We help you to figure out ways to get visibility around those books. Thanks for listening to All the Right Marketing with Maria Desmondi. If there is a topic you would like us to explore and cover, please email podcast at cardinalrulepress.com. Head over to our website, cardinalrulepress.com, to sign up for our monthly newsletter where you can learn more tips on getting books visible into the market. Last but not least, follow us on Instagram for a daily dose of all things books. If you enjoyed this episode, rate and review or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks so much.